Coming up on TMS, the rook and the rectum. Cats need comfort and cardboard. Taste the biscuit. Does metal have hair? Because, like, I really wanted to know. I don't like chess anal beads. Don Dawkins Dealership. Jim Halpert. Lead singer of Judas Priest. Wrinkle up and fall over. I'll have what the pilot's having. Generate an image of me like your AI French girls. Huge jacked man to play Wolverine. Lumpum. Bodybuilder's ballpark. Tom, talking to Tom about Tom. Recommendals that should have had puking with Randy and Nicole and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Taste the biscuit. Taste the goodness of the biscuit. Honey sauce, takes the goodness of the biscuit with a honey sauce. Get your honey suck on me. I don't like the way it mixes with my chicken wings. Get none of that honey sauce on me. I don't like the way it tastes on my chicken wings. Take a sound, Moose. Taste the biscuit. Get tickets now. The Morning Stream with Scott and Brian and a caveman. Welcome back to TMS, everybody. It is Wednesday, September 28th, 2022. I'm Scott and he's Brian. Hi, Brian. Hi, Scott. I want more of that. I, I, let's not even do a show. Let's just put that on repeat because mm-hmm. yeah. there's nothing that we can do on this show that, that can top that. It no. could be better. It could be funnier. It's, Taste the biscuit. You, Taste the biscuit. Taste the biscuit. You set the bar so damn high for the beginning <laughs> that all I can do is just look up at it longingly and say, we'll never reach that yeah. for the next two hours. Yeah, it's uh, may as well just hang it up. We've done a good run. Um, we did 2,354 episodes, so now's a good time. Please tell me what that is. That Was that an actual commercial? <clears throat> yeah, some local commercial for a place that does chicken biscuits <laughs> and gravy and all that. And uh, they had a horrible ad. It was an awful local ad. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Sometimes I seek these out. Sometimes I regret it. This yeah, I times. listen. Whoever, if you if that got sent to you, I want to shake that person's hand. But if you found that, I will shake yours. The well, next time my hand is uh, ready to be shaken, outstretched. So, okay, yeah, All it's right. outstretched and ready for whatever uh, love you want to put on it. That makes that, that sounds weird. Uh, all right, look at this, everybody. We got an email about Taco Bell. Yeah, uh, because uh, I guess we we both <laughs> made a joke that this the Taco Bell was named after some guy named Bell. And turns out it's true. Uh, Robert from Hendertucky wrote in and says, Dear Scott and Brian, actually, Brian, Taco Bell is, in fact, named after its founder, Glenn Bell, a stylist in 1962. Totally yep. Yeah, down in California. Uh, Glenn Bell, who died, who passed away in 2010. You uh, uh, say from what? Over over uh, abundance of uh, beans or uh, what? What got seven, him? He, uh, he died from seven ingredients. Sadly. Oh, uh, dang it. Let's see. He, let's see, he was um, 87 when he died, so... Uh, oh, he did fine. He did fine, yeah. Yeah, he's exactly. okay. Exactly, I don't think... Uh, I don't think... <laughs> yep, there is Glenn William Bell Jr., American entrepreneur, yeah. founded the Taco Bell chain of restaurants. Nicely done. Yeah, so... Had no idea, though. Parkin- was- oh, Parkinson's. That was the... Oh, I don't like that. That's no fun. No, I don't like that either. Nope, that's not a good one. We don't like Parkinson's. That one can F off. No. 
Uh, all, all diseases that kill people can F off, but that one in particular is just a bummer. Yeah, that's a sucky one. Yeah. Speaking of sucky anyway. ones, I hope everybody in the path of Ian is uh, battened down or, or uh, in a safe place yeah, today. no kidding. I know we got some, some Miami folks, uh, some Tampa. I guess Miami's uh, south of where it's supposed to hit big, but Tampa. I know we got some folks in the St. Petersburg, Tampa area. and Tampa seems to be... Uh, location zero for this thing. Yeah. Or it will yeah. be. So it's still off the coast, but it sucked all the water out of the bay. And so if you go look at these videos, they're crazy because wow. normally they got water up to the edge and it's just like all sucked out into the storm, which is bad because that means all of that is going to crash into the yeah into the side of that thing. It's like uh, the wave, right? When you see the 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 water dropping down behind a wave or, or in front of a wave, you know that thing is just going to be massive. Oh, right. Like a, like a tsunami, sort of, I guess. But yeah, yeah we, we hope you guys are good. I saw some tornado footage also that was really concerning. I don't like that because that's people, you know, it's more further inland, obviously, but mm-hmm. it just feels like all of, all of America's wiener is in the target of this thing, you know? It's yeah. bad. Yeah. So any listeners yeah, out there, so we Floridian, hope you're good. Floridians, please, uh, Buckle in, be safe, and uh, and keep us posted. I reached out to Hunts the Wind last night and just right. said, hey, yeah. uh, you were on here last time. There was a major hurricane. Do you want to come on again and talk about this one? And I haven't heard back probably because he's in the air doing his stuff right now. Because um, that's what yeah. they do. They're, they're like, they get out before it hits <laughs> land and do he's, all their stuff. So The reason he's the, the best guest to have on when something like this happens is the reason that we can't get him when yeah. something like this happens. Exactly. <laughs> so we're going to have to probably get him after it hits. And uh, he's always well, you know, happy to come on here and do that. But um, he's also in Florida. He's based there. Mm-hmm. So I always worry he's got a double whammy going because on the one hand he's in an airplane like going into the, the eye of the thing doing measurements and, and flying above it and all that. And then he's got to go home to live in Florida that is actually the target of the damn thing. So it's just rough. But anyway, hope we hear from him. I'd love to talk to him. Yeah, he's probably safer up in the air than down on the ground. I I agree. (laughs) I'd just stay up there. If you live in Florida, don't land. Just step in (laughs) here. And maybe when you come down, eh, come down in Georgia or come down in uh, South Carolina or someplace. They got food in the plane. Alabama. Greenbow, Alabama. That's right. They got a shitter. In there, in the plane. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. You're good. Stay up there. Hey, Brian, did Mike Petulik yes, send you a spider picker upper? Because he sent <laughs> me glad, one. Yeah, I'm glad you you uh, told me who, who gave us these things. So uh, this giant box, this big, long box arrives yesterday. Yep. And um, uh, in it is this little, <laughs> it's like fireworks. Oh, wow. It's like being there. Oh, man. That was a big one. Even comes with a spider, so you can practice your skills. Oh, I didn't see Kim took it out of the box, so I didn't see the spider. That's awesome. Yeah, this this will be fun to put in Tina's on Tina's pillow at some point. And a little and a little like I don't know if you're supposed to catch it in there and then immediately go schloop and then take it outside and then be like, oh, probably that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, but um, anyway, I, first thought was okay. This has to be either Stephanie, who who was talking about how she picks up spiders by hand and takes them outside, or Carter. And then uh, you thankfully, because uh, it didn't come with. Usually, these come with like a gift note that says, "Here, yeah. enjoy this for your spider picking up needs." That's how we ended up finding it, is because the paper is so small. 
that we almost threw it out. We didn't see it. Um, oh, really? It's so, not the usual Amazon No, it's like a little tiny little slip of paper that was buried under this thing. And as as just as she was throwing out the the you know putting the paper and recycling, she saw it and went, "Oh wait, here's the name." And it's this tiny little like six point font name. Huh. So, geez, Amazon, maybe have a better from paper. Like who who it's from? Yeah, that exactly. just seems weird. I, I'll have to check. I still have the box because the cat loves it. It's a long box mm. that she can crouch down in and then jump out at us. So, nice. I have a cat that loves cardboard boxes is it uh the longer the better or what what you like to move around Um, or what's the deal there no she the more confining to her the better as long as the top of her body doesn't stick out like basically her ideal box would be the um uh the kind of the length of the box that this came in but maybe a third shorter Mm. and she'd be like perfectly contained in there and can crouch down um bigger boxes she'll hop in and she'll sit him and look out but she's like yeah I, I want something that she just really wants to be confined in there how does she feel about carriers like cat carriers she like those okay takes a little um no because she absolutely associates those now with the vet oh, so yeah. what we apparently need to do is next time we take her to the vet we just need to put her in a cardboard box yeah take her in a cardboard <laughs> box to the doctor <laughs> we're just gonna be the jankiest like listen we have a carrier but she likes cardboard boxes. This calms her down. Unfortunately, that means that that they can't just, you know, open the front and kind of pull her out. They need to open the top and have her spring out claws and teeth and everything. Love it. Love it. Well, good. I'm glad she's found a happy little second home. Nothing wrong with yeah. that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. All cats need comfort. Is that I, I, yeah. I do try do, doing the thing that I've seen people do online where you um, you've got a box that fits perfectly. And she hops in. And then next time she's not looking, you replace that with a slightly smaller box. And you basically keep doing that until <laughs> until they're basically standing in something that, that barely fits them. That's perfect. I like it. I like yeah. the ones that jam into a fishbowl somehow. Somehow they yeah, get the whole body no in there. Kidding. I don't get that. That's nuts to me. Cats, yeah. cats are magical creatures that we should respect and fear. What I'm getting at. Agreed. Uh, Agreed. All right. Especially this one. <laughs> yeah. Especially this one. All right. We're gonna get a. We're gonna get a Dunaway up in it. Yeah. We're gonna take some phone calls. Oh, I gotta open that though. Hold on a second here. Open it. What are you waiting for, Scott? Open oh, it already. Hopefully this call waiting thing doesn't bug me. I hate that so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, have that number handy, everybody. Eight zero one four seven one zero four six two, because we yeah. are gonna play a game. Yes, that's right. Time for Tadpooly Feud. And Brian Dunaway is joining us for Tadpooly Feud. Hello, Brian Dunaway. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. <laughs> What's going on, it's man? It's like, it's almost like, you know, he's he's just picking up the phone. Like, he's like, hey, Brian, how are you? <laughs> yeah. Hi, guys. Yeah, we always hear like a little What rustle. do you want from me? Look, we want you, it's and a, that's it's all. A, it's a role I play. What do you want from that's, me? Come on. We love it. You're a role player. Whatever change yeah yeah exactly now here's the deal i've decided today i'm taking our third caller that's how this is gonna work oh look at that caller number b caller number three is that because you saw who caller number one or two were no i have no idea i just got one so far so i've only i've only declined one uh i'll decline the second which now is coming in declined all right now if you want to be oh wait that's not declined there we go second caller declined Third caller now. The next one that rings in is Look yours. That. Wow. Yep. It's like we're a... Boom. Like we're real. I've chosen it. Hi, who's this? 
Hey, it's Quantum Feline. Well, hello, Quantum Feline. Hey, Congratulations. Quantum feline. You are hey. now today's third What's caller. Up? Nicely done. Well done. Uh, Quantum Feline. Oh, boy, we were just talking about cats. This is perfect. It's perfect. It Quantum is feline. perfect, yes. What kind of box do you prefer, Quantum Feline? <laughs> yeah, what do you like for... What's that? What kind of box what, do you what, like to jam What kind of yourself? box do you prefer? Yeah. Hopefully the one that doesn't kill the cat inside. <laughs> oh, the Schrodinger's. Oh, nice. Schrodinger, yeah. Schrodinger's yeah. box. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe. The, yeah, <laughs> sure. Maybe, maybe, that's fine. 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 maybe not. Hmm, interesting. Well, uh, since you're here, you I'm may not as well. In there. You may as well play with us because you're because you're freaking here, Brian. You're gonna have to explain these rules though, and what he might win. What's going on with that? Uh, that's right. It's time to play the Tadpooly feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian will have to predict the answers that they gave us. It's their job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Now, Quantum Feline, your job is more important than ever because you're going to reach in that box, and uh, you could get these prizes, which are both simultaneously alive and dead, until we open the box. Um, let's give you our let's see here you have the chance of winning wwe 2k battlegrounds with the dlc the ultimate brawlers pass or your choice of something else if you're not into uh wrestling <laughs> games because because i'm not a monster wrestling. sure no you give people <laughs> options i get it and some wrestling games yeah, are really case, fun in I... this case i do like if it was need for speed whatever you're getting need for speed mm-hmm. but if it's uh if you're you know if you're <laughs> wrestling is uh is a, a very oh um, you called it wrestling case. I'm yeah. It. Yeah. yeah wrestling well, it's real to me damn it it's real to me yes, yes. it's uh, only wrestling if it's in the backyard right is that what yeah, the, is that so. the deal yeah. okay i had yeah. never yeah. i never knew what if there was a proper yeah. wrestling use versus wrestling so that's is on that, a trample on trampoline that's missing four springs that's what makes it wrestling oh, yeah <laughs> that's right in the in that in that trampoline is is uh, rectangular not yeah. round yeah no mm-hmm. kidding Put that shit on TikTok, baby. Uh, Awesome. Well, let's get it going then. Let's win. Let's win for him. Yeah, let's give you guys a uh, category and um, put your hands upon your buzzers. Uh, We asked 820 tadpoolers. 66 of them said, I don't know. Uh, Their answer to this, name your favorite 80s hair metal band. Scott. Uh, It's not only my favorite, but I'll bet it's on there. Poison. Poison. Talk dirty to me, Scott. Uh, Show me poison. Oh, number two. Hmm. Wonder what number one Mm. is. Oh, I have an idea. One answer will beat it, Brian. Uh, What uh, name? What's the Tadpool's favorite '80s hair metal band? I don't. mm, I'm going to go with Motley Crue. The crew. crew, the crew, do the do the crew hand signals and this. Crew. Did you see? Did you see all those people like leaving their concert in droves because it was so bad? I don't know if you followed that at all. Oh, really? Brian. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. They showed some footage of it, and it's really just Vince Neil out front going. <laughs> like it's bad. <laughs> really oh, bad. That's too bad. That's yeah. a bummer. Made me sad. Uh, show me Motley Crue and all those umlauts. Nice. Yeah, Motley Crew. Nice. Better points, hmm. but uh, oh, lower yeah. down. Well, not That's that right. much better. However, Scott has a control. So, uh, Scott, you're going to be working with Quantum Feline, and uh, you have control of Der Bordenheim. All right. The Bordenheimen is ours. Hey, Quantum Feline, what would hey. you think would be the best choice at this All juncture? Right. I'm not, not a huge hair metal guy, but I grew up in the 80s, so... Uh, Guns and Roses. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, they crossed nice. over a little bit into the '90s, but I, yeah. they still count. I think Guns and Roses sure. should be on there. Sure. Guns. Take, hey, roses. hey, Brian, Brian, take us down to the Paradise City, won't you? <laughs> we'll do. Okay. Uh, Guns Neuroses. Show me Guns Neuroses. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number five. Uh, the, oh, that wow. apostrophe always bothered me because the apostrophe should be around both on sides side. of the N. Mm-hmm. It should be on both sides because you're taking away the A and the D, mm-hmm. and the apostrophes are there to uh, to replace. Now, don't take and away like, the D. Are us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good point. Um, yeah, so this way it's Guns N' Roses. It's funny because that's a band I always think of as early 90s, but they were like kind of the last bastion of hair metal right before yeah. grunge took over. They were kind yeah. of like it. They were the final the final victims, really. Uh, right. Well, you know, somehow Metallica went ahead and just kept going, which is great. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm going to throw out uh, one that you can tell me if you like this one or not, but I used to really mm-hmm. like Rat growing up, so how do you feel about Rat? They yes. were definitely hair, hair metal. You want to go rat? Yeah, give it a try. It might be a, one of the, the second half of the uh, list, the high point one. Yeah. yeah. So we'll yeah. do rat with two T's, Brian. All right, boy. You guys uh, went round and round on that one. Show round me and round. rat. Oh, come oh, on. Aww. Really? Really? Hey, number, as number, much number, as number 11, just outside Ooh. the top. Yeah, I'm going to say rat wasn't as popular. Is yeah. <laughs> hey whatever that album cover hanging on my wall says different. All right, that, <laughs> that girl was still got it over there. <laughs> yeah, it's still there. I still look at it every still- day. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> All right, Brian. All right, it's yours, uh, Brian. Back to you. Oh, I'm trying to figure out where the tadpool is. Yeah, uh, with some of these guys, mm, poison was a perfect answer. I can't imagine anybody being above that. Sure. When I think Number of hair one. band, I think of. I think White Snake. Oh sure, sure. sure. Why not Coverdale? Yeah, make it uh, oh, yeah. the girl on a car. It's great. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Height of the uh, hair metal. Here I go again. Here you go again on, on the board. <laughs> Show Here me White Snake. Oh, oh, come on. Oh, no, All right, so uh, they're not 12. heading in that direction. Like, well, you guys are really hard. like picking just outside the top 10, which is uh, impressive. Juan <laughs> uh, of Feline, you think I'm feeling Def well, Leppard for number one? Am I crazy? I was what? just thinking yeah. of the animal, yeah, that, the animal trying to keep that going. Yeah, yeah. Rat, snake, sure. leopard. Yeah, well, yeah, let's pour right. some sugar on me, baby. Let's yeah. see if it's on there. Yeah, let's try. Come on, get it on like a red iPhone. Show me Def Leppard. <laughs> red iPhone. <laughs> it is number one. It is a red hey, iPhone. Yeah, they just, that going. All right. They just spell it differently. They don't spell it like Apple does. Yeah, number one answer, Def Leppard on the board. Only one right. point Nine. worth on that one. It's great. Pour some sugar <laughs> on me. Uh, uh, hey, Quantum Feline, any other names? Uh, uh, what? Twisted Sister? Oh, that's a good one. There you go. We're not going to take it. Mm-hmm. Let's do that one. All no. Right. No, we're I like, not going I to like take that it. woman, uh, Twisted Sister. She does some good music. <laughs> yeah. Show me Twisted Sister. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Number six on the board. That makes yeah. me think. Now we're getting uh, into the points. That makes me think Quiet yeah. Riot might be on here. How do you feel about Quiet Riot? Yeah, go for it. All right. I'm almost tapped out. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do Quiet Riot. <clears throat> the riot right. that is quiet. Let's see if Metal Health will drive you mad. Show me Quiet Riot. Oh, boom. Oh. No, number 23 on the list. Number That's how low it is. Many, many dirt-dirt-dirt-dirt-dirt-dirt-dirt. All right, Brian. Still five answers on the board for you, Brian. I'm just not sure what these people are thinking, but I'm I'm going to say Cinderella. Cinderella. Oh, I loved Cinderella. Yeah, since we're already doing the other... Since we're doing Twisted Sister, might as well do Cinderella. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she was great too. All right, show me yeah. Cinderella. 
Oh, come on. Cinderella at least uh, 16 on the list, a little bit above Quiet Riot. Wow. That's about By the way, I have a Quiet Riot album that's mislabeled that actually has Barbara Streisand memories on the like the, the label on the actual vinyl oh. uh, on one side and the regular Quiet Riot label on the other side. I just remember my mom being concerned about that band because she thought they were saying girls F your boys, which they may have said once <laughs> instead of they girls, girls rock your but boys. Would it surprise you to learn, by the way, mm. that uh, Come On, Feel the Noise is a cover no, of I, a song I, by, a band, by the band Slade, who uh, you know from oh, other yeah. things. Yeah. I had no idea. Their biggest hit yeah, is a cover. Gosh, Their biggest it. hit is a cover. A lot, a lot of bands' biggest hits are, are covers, sadly. Uh, all right. I feel like we need to give... Um, Oh, who's giving the dog a bone? I can't think of the name of the band all of a sudden. Oh, uh, Judas Priest. <laughs> Judas Priest. I want Judas Priest, damn it. Oh, Judas Priest. Sure, yeah. sure. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Show me. Judas Priest. Oh, my God. strike. So, huh. wow, it comes down to this. If Brian gets any two of... Well, no, it's not even any two of these. Um, oh, yeah, any two of these... Either ties or wins, hmm. but the only one that he could get on its own to tie would be number 10. All right. Yeah. Since I'm three strikes uh, out, I'm looking at to... the chat, and I got a question. Oh, by the way, to answer you, uh, Judas Priest. They're on there, right? Um, got to be on there. They are. Uh, one person said Judas Priest, so tied for 39th place. So now that we've got our three strikes, I was looking at the chat. They're all saying Judas Priest isn't a hairband. What is the definition of a hairband? Because the rest of the band, except for Halpert, had long, puffy, stupid hair. Sure. So doesn't that count? But uh, I mean, you know, it, here's the thing: it doesn't matter whether the band is heavy right, metal right, whether it's or correct. Or or metal so or there's or a tadpole thing, exactly. Yeah, yeah, good point. And that's what I was confused about because I don't usually consider Guns N' Roses hair hair metal band i would I guess, I, I guess i'd say is. that they started out in hair metal yeah and mm. then moved well, yeah yeah they started there but i don't yeah. know yeah okay yeah. well yeah i forgot about the chat room i'm gonna call a friend i'm gonna <laughs> go with i don't think that's an option but um go ahead. oh van halen that's a good one van, van halen. halen all right sure yeah uh right now let's uh let's see if van halen's on the list show me van halen Oh, they're cool. in there. Yeah, number seven. Uh, lately, when I've been lifting, um, I have a couple different playlists I'm bouncing around to, and one of them is a playlist that's just basically hard, uh, heavy metal or, or hair metal that is um, not on the, the heavier edge, right? Just like, oh, this is some good, you know, upbeat music. But for whatever reason, um, the song I picked to start with is Panama. Panama. And I was like, yeah, yeah. great. that's a great song, but... <laughs> Uh, maybe not one that's appropriate when you're talking about a driver in the car who's reaching down between his legs to grab the gear shift and ease his seat back. And yeah, yeah, that part's creepy. That's always been that's, creepy to me. I don't it's like a little it. creepy. Yeah, yeah. Reach the anyway, seat. All right. So ooh, the the score is a different a differential of three points. And there's wow. uh, four answers on the board. This Remember, is, uh, Dunaway, your your goal one. here is to clear this board so we can send That's him right. home. But you can either yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. I've done either so get nothing good so or far. get everything right now. Yep. It's your choice. Yeah. Right now, um, I'm going to go 
Rockin' some docking. How about how about some docking? Sure. Whoa. The docking. That's a deep cut. Okay. Uh, led yeah. by Mike uh, Chad Dockin. I know what was the guy's first name? Mr. Mr. Dockin. Mr. Mr. Dockin. Mr. Dockin was my dad's name. <laughs> but they, were, they did the they did the didn't they do the Dream Warriors for the uh, for they the, did uh, yeah for the Nightmare on Elm Street uh, movie yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Dockin. Yeah, it was yeah, Don yeah. Dockin. Okay. Yeah. Hi, I'm Don Dockin. Hello, I'm Don Dockin. Oh, hi. Uh, let's rock what, out. What's gonna take you to put you into a nice Mitsubishi Eclipse. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like some guy trying to sell me stuff. I don't like it. Anyway. All right. Show me Duckin. Boom. Oh, Congratulations. Man. Quantum Feline, you win. Duckin number right. 19 on the list. Yeah. Uh, let's go through the rest of these and uh, we can talk about how that's not hair metal. Um, although oh, this first one this I would discussion. say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's coming. This yeah. one I'd say. Totally hair metal. Um, and, and one of the few on this list that is actually still putting out albums, uh, albeit garbage, but still putting out albums today. Show me number three. Oh, Bon, bon Jovi. Jovi. Oh, duh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Bon Jovi. Of course, Bon Jovi. Yeah, that would have been. Slippery When Wet is like yes. an anthem era hair metal thing, hair band it thing. Really yeah. 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 No yeah. doubt. Don't listen yeah. to his current stuff. It's just. Is it bad? <sighs> it's bad. Yeah. Um, number eight. Definitely not hair metal, but you know what is the tadpole now? Show me number eight. Metallica. Metallica. I thought about saying them. The problem is they had an they had a run where the hair was like it, but the but the music was never that. So if you look at their pre first album concert footage, yeah, they they are they would fit into that hair metal. uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess they found you know in terms of everything was hair metal for a while. That yeah. band founded themselves in, what, 81 or something? So they fit the decade. Yeah, but... oh, really? yeah they fit the decade, yeah. Yeah, but they were strong in the no, 90s, too. Crash is the way we want to go here. Load and Reloaded were really good. I like their newer stuff, too. You know what? I'll too. also say this for Judas Priest. Their last couple albums, not bad. It's pretty really? good. Yeah, okay. they still make new stuff. It's good. I don't know if it's uh, just because right, uh, number... Halpert came out uh, gay and, and just said, hey, I'm gay, and now he's more loose or something, but the music's really good. Anyway. Oh yeah, look at that. Look at that old picture of like uh, Metallica Michael. right there. 1983 Metallica. Yeah. Come oh, on. Yeah. Tell me that they wouldn't fit right in. Uh I guess none of it is teased or uh right. or or, or uh, bleached. Yeah. <laughs> is that Dave Mustaine? No, no, no. Who's the guy in the far it end? It looks like it looks they that's the reason why uh, they get rid of him. This oh, he di- like, uh, yeah, no. This guy's the one that that's not <laughs> Mustaine. That's um the guy that died that was, in the accident, yeah. right? Yes. Uh um so I guess Megadeth is on this hair, hair metal band too, then, huh? <laughs> yeah, no All right, show me number nine and let the arguments commence. <sighs> Kiss. Kiss what? Kiss. Yeah, they're seventies. Oh, yeah, their their big hair was the seventies. They tried right. to uh, take off their makeup and. Lick it up yeah. and all that. I get it. I went to that concert. They were but, glam mm. metal uh, at the beginning, and then a little yeah. bit of hair metal, and then um, also kind of. But your favorites? <laughs> 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 no, they're late music. Garbage. Yeah, Terrible. Uh, all right. And the last one, again, from the same era. Or yeah. should I say the same arrow? Aerosmith, Aerosmith come Aerosmith. on. Definitely yeah. not. Well, all right. Again, yeah, started out in, in just the 80s. Straight, up, straight up rock and blues rock, uh, blues metal. But yeah, then so developed. If you, if you had long hair and was making uh, m- m- sort of metal music, 
that that got you in there, huh? I, I guess so. so. Yeah, if you if at any point in your career you put out a a, a hair metal style song, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised nobody I said argue, was the, the I'd argue shit. that "Love in an Elevator" could have been a Poison song. It could have been a Def Leppard yeah. song. It just happened to be um, an Aerosmith. See, I don't yeah. even think of I don't really think of Def Leppard as hair. I think of Poison as the absolute top mm. of the yeah. hair metal. Oh, I I think Def Leppard again. They're the what was it the British uh, the British wave of of uh, metal yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. prior to hypothermia or whatever that um was uh, hysteria uh, hypothermia hypothermia <laughs> uh, diphtheria oh, but prior man. to uh, <laughs> listeria whatever it was yeah they listeria whatever that album was those guys uh, those guys are great but they are they were very uh, melodic and that I think that put them in the yeah. hair category I mean I still hold them in higher regard yes. than most hair bands but. That is, yeah, Mr. I'm Stuck. The new wave of British heavy metal, correct, yeah. Uh, oh. NWBHM. Um, uh, some other ones on the list that uh, didn't make the cut. Uh, ACDC, Scorpions, Ooh. Warrant. Okay, Warrant fits. Scorpion. Okay, Warrant. Warrant. Uh, yeah. Nailed Skid, it. Skid Row also fits. Yeah. Uh, Iron Maiden, definitely not, but it's on the list. Megadeth did hit the list with uh, five people, uh. sorry, six people saying Megadeth. Yeah. Uh, putting it number 20, Striper, Pantera, Europe. Oh, there you go. Absolutely. Uh, sticks, heart. Then, then it kind of here's where it's going off the rails. Sticks, heart, journey, night ranger. <laughs> wow. Night ranger, then, love it. Then the train gets uh, righted back with uh, wasp and winger. Oh yeah. And wasp, then again off the rails with uh, Alice Cooper, Dio, flock of seagulls, Led Zeppelin, Queen, flock Spinal Tap. <laughs> spinal Tap, a fake band. Yep, that fits. That's great. Uh, then we get into stuff like you know. Bengals, Boston, Cheap Trick, uh, Duran Duran, Elton John, Faster Pussycat, Firehouse, <laughs> Foreigner, Hollow Notes, In Excess, <laughs> Meatloaf. Uh, yeah, we're definitely not a metal band. That's how that song. Goes. No, no, definitely lots, lots of, uh, lots of. Yeah, we're definitely not metal. So, well, that was fun. Uh, but the important part here is the important part, which is this right here. Congratulations, you're, you're a, a winner. winner. You've won the prizes that Brian mentioned. Now, here's the deal. If you want the Battleground stuff, cool, you'll get it. Uh, you send Brian an email, coverville at gmail.com. During that exchange, if you say, hey, anything else you got, Brian will dig around for code you'd prefer. Uh, whatever you want. The world's your oyster, man. How do you feel, Quantum Feline, about your win? Sounds good. Yeah? You're happy yeah. about that? Yeah, just email me and say, into WWE or not into WWE, and if you're not, mm -hmm. then I will pick the next two games on the list and give you those. Awesome. Well, yeah. it is a, a door number three. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to like <laughs> go down the list and find specific games for you. If you're, you know, this is this is Monty Hall business. You, if you don't want what's what's in front of uh, the recently opened door number one, you automatically you got a donkey. Yeah. <laughs> you've right. you've right. been warned about the Monty you're Hall business before. So good luck. Thanks for playing. It was great having you on. <laughs> Hey Dunaway, uh, that rhymes with Faye Dunaway. Hey, uh, yesterday, you and I it sat down. Rhyme with it. It's the same words. <laughs> it's the okay. same words. We sat down and talked all about the historic uh, games in the Monkey Island series on Play Retro at frogpants.com slash play retro. It was way fun. I had a blast on that episode. If you are uh, got a hankering for the old point and click adventures of the early 90s up through the aughts, uh, hot damn good news that's what exists and yeah. also their new game is real good too so uh you'll find happy uh, happy warm place to put your head happy uh, warm place and if you're not into that you can also just fast forward to the part where we play guess our game 
Uh, mm. It's always fun trying to. Both of us failed this week in trying to guess each other's game clip. No, we did rough. terrible. It was a rough one, but you remembered at least what your yeah. clip was supposed to be. So that was a that was a step up. <laughs> that was fancy. Yeah, he did a real good job there. Uh, hey Dunaway, kiss our butts. Okay, he can't even reply because I yeah I deleted. Kiss him. our butts and you can't say nothing. No, nope, <laughs> can't say shit. All right. Uh, let's do some quick news here. Got to catch people sure. up on the goings on in the world, and we'll do that by pressing this button here. It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by now live on Kickstarter until the end of the month, which is Friday. Lichen Solomon's Odyssey Chapter Two, a beautifully illustrated seventy-two page graphic novel continuing the story of the world's first werewolf. The book uh, delves into ancient Arabic folklore, mythology, and horrifying monsters, while also touching on themes of PTSD, grief, and opening the world up to magic. Please check it out and share it with others by going to lycanbook, L-Y-C-A-N-B-O-O-K, book.com. That's lycanbook.com. Hey, did you see that? Uh, you probably saw the Deadpool tre- uh, teaser. Right? I did. Both, uh, yeah, the, well... I guess it really is the definition of a teaser, right? The one with mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds talking about, uh, and then the, did you see the follow up with uh, with well, Hugh Jackman sitting next to him on the couch? Yeah, I saw that as well. Uh, both of yeah. these I just happened to catch on Jackman's um, Twitter account is where he was posting okay, these things. Gotcha. Yeah, and uh, I got questions oh. like, is, is it a time travely business? Uh, what are we doing there with Hugh Jackman? As, How so? As I don't know. Like he's uh, he's dead in the future. He's Logan. They explain that in number two. It, uh, Logan takes place in twenty twenty nine. Yeah. So so what is okay? Fair enough. But so what does that mean? He's just been in hiding, and he's going to look the same age or older now because Logan was almost ten years ago. Like <laughs> like I don't have know. You what seen, have, have you seen? Have you seen? Yeah. Okay. Well, I've been old. Age him a little bit. Have you seen Doctor Strange yet in the yes, multiverse? I did. did okay. They, did they make so, some mention of that? Of, of no, uh, but if but if. Um, if the guy you see in, I guess it's, <laughs> you see him in the trailer. If you see Professor X in the multiverse, mm-hmm. then I'm guessing that's how Wolverine oh, is good point. going to exist yeah. because they won't. Um, so it's alternate. Uh, it's, it's, it's another I think Earth. It's, I think it's going to be another little universe hopping thing. That said, uh, a recent TV show had a uh, a close-up of a, a recent MCU TV show had a close-up of a newspaper headline um, or I guess it was a newspaper headline. Then off to the side, it says "Man in Bar Brawl with Claws." Really? And so, yeah. <laughs> and when's the last time we saw him? Didn't we see him briefly in um, Deadpool Two or something? Like- sort of in the end, yeah, the Stinger. But that was wasn't that Ryan Reynolds going back and fixing the uh, Wolverine Origins? Oh uh, right, movie right. <laughs> no, you're right. That's what that was. That was them screwing yeah. around. Well, I'm excited. I mean, I am too. Hey, I don't care. Like again, this this puts him and mutants firmly into the MCU camp, which means all right, we're opening up the storylines to have all this other stuff that can happen yep. in, in there. Yeah, and it's uh 2024, so you got a little ways to wait, but yeah, it's coming. Uh well here, here's some news that'll make you wrinkle up and fall over. <laughs> <laughs> World's oldest bodybuilder, age ninety, posed uh-huh. nude. Is same age that uh uh, uh, uh Gavin McLeod died. <laughs> Was it this age? Sure. Uh, posed nude for Men's Health. Uh, his quote is: "People seem to be inspired by me." He says. <gasps> 
Speaking of wrinkling up and falling over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. At 90, Jim Arlington, Arrington, rather, is the world's oldest bodybuilder. But if you ask him, he's only just getting started. Uh, he was given the title oldest male bodybuilder by the Guinness Book of World Records in 2018. Recently stripped down to a photo shoot or uh, stripped down in a photo shoot for men's health to prove that everybody, no matter what age, is perfect. Everybody. He's not only buddy. just begun. Yeah, that's right. 90s just the beginning. Mm, uh, well, you know, good. Uh, okay, good for him. Yeah. Uh, but. I mean, are, the, are there buyers of men's health who want to see? I'm guessing it's men's health. It's not going to be like, look at my penis and sack. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be like a, you know, strategically placed barbell or something. Look at my penis and bow sack. Exactly. I mean, that's what I'm guessing is that. Uh, I'm showing a photo of him now to the chat. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I hope we all look this I know. Good at, I'm, at 90, you know, seriously, at, I'd be fine if I looked like this now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's uh it's a pretty, you know, you might look at that and go, "Oh, I don't want to see that." Well, look, we're all heading oh, there. Yeah, there's the Okay, so there's the nude photo. Oh, should I even click this? I don't dare. Well, no, it's it's the um Is it tasteful? If you scroll down on that page, so there's the full color photo where he's wearing the little uh briefs. Yeah, yeah. With the number 8. And then you scroll down a little bit. So maybe it's just not showing you his like little Instagram. No, I see uh, it. I'm just saying, do I want to show the chat this? Is, uh, oh. I, don't want, I don't want a wiener. Am I going to get a wiener? There's no wiener. Okay. No. Oh, there so you, you haven't, you don't see it. Okay. It automatically shows up on my page. But yeah, pull it up because I have a question. And I think you're, you're going to ask that same question once you see this. All right. I'm looking. <laughs> All right. What are you going to, you ask first because let me see if we're even in the ballpark here. What is the the ballpark? <laughs> what is what's that lump back there? That little hanging bit right there. Yeah, yeah what's, that's what I was what wondering. Get, what, what's going on there? Uh, yeah, that could uh, be uh, you know a little saggy bum. It could be uh, it could be a you know this guy's got a huge taint now. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's an awfully. I mean, it's just it's in a weird place for anything to be. It is a little uh, odd. It's a little bit of a weird. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I I don't want to assume. I'm sure anything, their but. their touch up artist probably could have just said, "Eh, lasso, boink, that's gone." You know, like yeah, he's in good shape though. This guy for his age, like I don't yeah, know any no, ninety year olds that are that ripped. Jeez, Louise. No, that guy uh, could could wad me up into a ball and <laughs> toss me through a, a hoop, a basketball hoop. Is this him? Let's see. Oh, I thought this was another picture of him working out. It's not. Well, interesting. I mean, look, uh, if I look like that and I was 90, fine. Whatever. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I think the black and white is, is better than this color one. The color one makes me feel like things are wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess uh, Gwyneth uh, Paltrow also did a nude photo shoot uh, for her 50th birthday, which was a couple days ago. Also for men's health? Uh, looks like this is for glamour. Oh, maybe well, that would make more sense. Or no, I just I just just posted it posted it to her um her Instagram page. Nice. Is yeah. she talking about the? Future I'd be happy of, if uh, I looked like this too. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, she have a new vagina candle to sell. <laughs> no, she spray painted herself gold, but not all of her. Oh, oh. Well, all right then. Yeah, it's like she ran out of spray paint about three fourths of the way through, but. Spray paint's not easy to get. Yeah, I feel you. Oh yeah, here he is. Here uh, he is. Uh, oh jeez, yeah. is this is this photo that uh, Captain Kipper posted? Is this same guy? Here, chat. Look, 
Is that the same dude? He's all bronzed up. I don't know if that's the same old guy. It might be a different old guy. Um, I based on the face, I'd say that's probably him. Is that him? Yeah. Okay. They just tan. They cream tan him up, and he goes out and competes. Yeah. All right. I think so. Well, yeah. good. Good job, old guy. You did <laughs> it. You did it there, buddy. And you're also—he's not yeah. so grossly ripped. It's just sort of like normal ripped, you know. Like he's just yeah, exactly. Like it's it's healthy. It's like a healthy um, amount of muscle and tone. Yeah, there's like zero <laughs> zero body fat on that dude. No, lots of chicken skin though. Yeah, lot, well, skin. yeah, there's, not, there's nothing you can do about that. Nope. Uh, all right, here's a fun one. I don't know if you heard about this. So this Hans Niemann guy. Yeah, I did. I did. You hear did hear about this. So the chess world rocked. The chess by world was scandal. rocked. Supposedly, this guy Dunaway hates this story. If he's still listening, he's probably tuning out. Oh, really? Why does he hate it? I don't know. He just hates it. <laughs> he wouldn't say. But this guy supposedly is being accused of cheating, and how he cheated was he had a butt plug, and somebody somewhere was doing remote when it would be yeah, the right move. Basically, or is what those are those are referred to in the magic. Ah, gotcha. Uh, industry, right? Like you, you, uh, you have somebody in the audience who can see what the the volunteer is holding up or what they've drawn, and then as the magician is going, okay, well, let's see, it could be a rabbit, it could be this, and then when they say the right thing, the the person goes, beep, beep, and the the thumper goes. Usually, it's in a pocket or something, not a uh, yeah, not, not usually a up, up your hoo ha. Exactly. Inserted into the rectum. But I don't understand. This helps you in chess. That part I don't get. You have somebody with a com- doing computer chess, like basically figuring out every possible move, and and then as you're putting your hand over the correct piece that to to move, the person on the other side is going. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So they have a they probably have some kind of code where it's like maybe uh, it's maybe it's one buzz for pawn two buzzes for <laughs> right. rook or yeah. another extra buzz if it's left or right if you're going to take the pawn and kill this right. guy or that guy oh god yeah right no kidding which pawn like there's but that yeah. means he had to sit and plan with some friend of his with a freaking doodah yeah. up his ho 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 and he's and he's buzzing it for this that's the weirdest freak if that's true like it's all just an allegation right now right like it's no there's nothing it's all just allegations yeah exactly it's somebody it's probably somebody saying uh, I shouldn't have lost that. I want to redo it, and I want him to be naked. Well, so here's the deal: a cam site. You know, they they got these cams and the people yeah, and the naked site. and only, pay for only it. Only chess fans. Is that what it's going to be? Well, only chess fans. Uh, they've offered Hans Neiman one million dollars to play chess nude mm-hmm. to prove he didn't cheat. I don't know if I want to see this ever. No, uh, it's a popular cam seriously, site. Seriously, what? <laughs> <laughs> if the question is whether or not he's using a uh, a butt plug, does that mean that while he's playing, like, are there going to be a bunch of cameras on him from all all different angles? The worst angles possible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm. Uh, that's what I think. I think they're going to have yeah. to, or else what's the point of this? Uh, it's Strip Chat is the name of the webcam site. They have 400 million viewers. I don't know what that means. They don't break down what that means, but I assume that's a lot. Uh, they said in a letter uh, they congratulate him for his victory and extended sympathies for all the accusations of cheating. Uh, let's see. Uh, congratulations on your victory as world's number one Magnus Carlsen. What does that mean? 
That world number one Mag- is that a thing? Magnus in chess? Carlsen is the guy he played against. Oh, he played against. Oh, against yeah, him. Yeah, got it. Yes. I thought it was a name you got. Congratulations if you won. on your victory against comma world number one comma Magnus Carlsen is where they probably should have put uh, uh, yeah. commas. Good where job, they Vice. Put some punctuation. Vice wants me to take them seriously. Are they kidding me? Jeez. Yeah, Vice. Come on. Although they're they're recapping a, uh, a letter, so that's true. They could do the. Uh, what is it if they if they insert punctuation to make it easier for the reader they they don't they have to put something that says s- we edited this a little bit yeah, or, I think they have to say this yeah edit you yeah. could say edited for punctuation or edited for spelling or something whatever. like that or put brackets around the commas or something like that yeah. what is it when I guess I've never truly understood this when something they put a little parentheses sick close parentheses. yeah that means that they left it as it was so if somebody said you guys are all morans then they'd put SIC to show that we we left the spelling just as they wrote it to show you how <laughs> dumb they are. So what does that and stand for? Spelling, spelling included, uh, interpreted. Uh, what is it? It's like uh, yeah, don't know what SIC stands for, but it's something like uh, I've never heard. I don't know. Sans improvement. <laughs> <laughs> correction sans improvement sans corrections. improvement correction yeah. i always thought i was thinking the spelling is correct but i don't think that's oh it's it's uh thusly in latin so it's not an abbreviation or it's not a uh an acronym it's just oh in latin sick is s-i-c is thusly so, so if anyone ever walked <laughs> everyone saw your cool bike they'd go dude your bike is sick and they're just saying it's thusly that's what they're saying yeah they're saying your bike is thusly man that's thusly. Fanta- fantastic well, anyway, I don't think he's going to take this deal, but uh, no, I don't think so either. Yeah, the irony is that most chess pieces are shaped like butt plugs. Yeah, no kidding. By the way, this is how. So they claimed it was wireless vibrating anal beads <laughs> uh, connected to an AI that would vibrate to tell him to move what moves to do in play, and just one of the many theories circulating around the victory that happened in St. Louis two weeks ago. So nobody's really sure why this is even a. Like if they're going to make this kind of accusation, you better have freaking proof of that, because that's yeah. weird. That's a hard one, you know. It really is. Yeah, exactly. It's one that's... thing to say you had a plant in the audience, or you had I don't know some other way of cheating. You can and then bring some proof. But how, what are you going to do here? We think you used a butt plug. Oh, really? Yeah. Prove it. Got to go. Like they're just not going to say anything. Lame. This has to be the worst example of someone accusing someone else of cheating without any sort of proof or uh, evidence since, I don't know, a year ago? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. Uh, Final story here before we take our break. American Airlines is trying to explain creepy moaning sounds sound uh, it was heard over the plane's PA system. Um, and this messed them up because they couldn't go anywhere because they couldn't figure out what the heck was going on. But they say a mechanical issue was ultimately responsible for what they said were moaning sounds uh, from the plane's public announcement system during a flight from L.A. to Dallas. A viral uh, video <laughs> the pilot wasn't playing uh, <laughs> Panama up in the cockpit. No, that, <laughs> that we know of. I'm going to actually see if uh, there's a audio I, version uh, of this. Reach down and grab the flight stick between my legs between and my I legs. ease my seat back. Let's see. Here's the video. Let's see if we can hear this. Um, the moaning. I don't know if it's going to work or not. <laughs> That's how is that machinery and not a person? I that first one sounds like it could be a very uh a very, 
very like stuck cog getting moved. Let's hear it again. All right, here's more. I'll just keep playing it. Someone on this flight seems to have broken into the intercom system. Hold on. the first one <laughs> yeah see that like that sounds like it could be like like a gear that's being moved back that's stuck <laughs> uh, that's, so that's actually the sound that the uh uh the dude in our first story the world's oldest bodybuilder makes when he lifts a uh, a dumbbell he lifts one of his arms up and shows it to us <laughs> that's right exactly. all right well <laughs> I'm glad they figured it out. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Tom Merritt will be here. He's got some tech Yay! to talk about. It's always fun on a Wednesday. Got recommendals after that, so stick around after this song from Brian Ibbett. All right, so this is an alt-rock band. Uh, they're called Rare Hearts, and uh, it's the, the work of uh, Mexican-American singer-songwriter Joe Rojas. This is a... Um, uh, a track that's coming from, or that's released early from his debut EP, which is going to be coming later this year. Big thanks to Earshot Media for sending this over to me and my Grito Industries uh, as a label. Um, I listened to this and the first thing I thought of was like, oh, this has like a very cool Muse feel to it. Um, they also compare uh, compare it to Weezer, Super Drag, Not a Surf, Fountains of Wayne, Um but uh, there's also a music video that is very Fight Club inspired for the song. Here is the band or the, the artist uh, who goes under the name Rare Hearts and the song Tough Guy. Yeah, you know you never see me if you think you really saw me down. I just break away. Everybody wants to tell you that you're better off without me Well, I can't stay Sin, shame, pain fades away I don't care to make you
Faraday Pontiac has all the latest developments of automotive engineering. Absolutely. That is why Pontiac is today the chief of values. She's only your girl because she ain't had a taste of the Duke yet. This is the Morning Stream. We have returned. Hey, uh, remind me, who was that again? Yeah, that was uh, Rare Hearts and a song called Tough Guy from uh, uh, his debut album, which will be coming out, or I'm sorry, debut EP, which will be coming out later this year. Uh, Make sure to go to YouTube and check out the official music video, uh, which is very Fight Club-esque. Nice. I like Fight Club. I haven't used esque in a while, so it's time. I haven't either. It's time to dust that off and use it. Nothing wrong with that. Check this out. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man is Tom Merritt. He joins us on Wednesdays to talk about the goings-on in the tech world so he can do a rad show about it later in the day called The Daily Tech News Show. Hello, Tom Merritt. How are you? Only possible with your help today, Scott. (laughs) Yeah, only possible with the Johnson is how I like to say it. That's right. We don't Uh, have a Johnson in our show. No. If you don't have that, what do you have? Like a Justin yeah. or a, you know, <laughs> have somebody else. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, just someone point. else. <laughs> someone else shows up. Uh, hey, uh, I'm looking forward to it, of course. But um, uh, what's what's brewing out there is probably something popping off today. Amazon just beginning their big product announcement as we record. Uh, so we will be talking about whatever they announce. Uh, a drone that reads your mind and then delivers you products before you know you want them. Who oh, knows? Who wow. knows what they'll have? Wow. Uh, that's going to be in DTNS this afternoon by the time you show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to get a little insight into what they might announce now, now for most people listening to this later, you already know. But uh, I, I went to character.ai. Have you heard of character? I have not AI? heard of character.ai. Please tell me more about no. this. It is uh, one of these large language model uh, driven sites. Uh, in this one, it's not making images. It is creating chatbots based on a personality. Okay. Okay. You right. can uh, you can put in a, a name and a, and a short description. You know, give it some relevant details, and it will construct a chatbot around that person. Now, that person could be fictional. Uh, it could be real. Uh, they're very good at making a, a point up top that the chatbots will tell you lies. <laughs> they they are not going to be accurate. They may be offensive. So you know they're, they're very clear up front. Like their the safeties are off on this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, for instance, Ars Technica had an interview with the Linux operating system. They created a character called the Linux operating system and then talked to it. Uh, and p- published an interview. Mm, interesting. So I'm logged in now. I decided to just get in here yeah. while you were talking about it. So uh, I created me. <laughs> yeah. Like your uh, own personality. I've been chatting with Tom Merritt. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, Tom <laughs> Merritt AI has two kids. Okay. One of them is named Theo and uh, is on a rewatch of Modern Family. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. But I asked I asked Tom Merritt, uh, what do you think Amazon will announce today? Uh, and Tom Merritt said, yeah, they're having a big hardware launch. What I've been getting from rumor sites is there will be two new Amazon Echoes, a new Fire tablet, a new smart thermostat, and a home security camera that is integrated into the Ring security system. Whoa. 
Whoa, really? Whoa. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Those are going to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but still. Like, I wonder if some of it will be down. right, though. What if what if a, bit, a large percentage they of it is They already announced right? the Fire Tablets. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I doubt we get two new Amazon Echoes, although I'll, I'll go 50-50 on that one. A smart thermostat. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh Home security camera integrated into ring security system. These are the boring things. They already announced yeah. a fire tablet, so the things it's going to be wrong. These other things are are the obvious ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's not giving me the like you know the drone that follows you around in your house style stuff that Amazon is famous for. Sure, good point. And there probably will is be there, more of that kind of crap. Didn't they show the robot last time? The little uh, follow yeah, you around. Yeah, they had they had the drone. They had the oh, robot. Yeah. The drone, around. the drone camera thing that would just basically patrol your house. Mm-hmm. Yep, while you were gone. <laughs> Do you know anyone who ended up getting that? I'm I'm super curious about how that. I wanted to get that, uh, but I wasn't serious enough to pursue it doggedly. And and if they did email me that it was available, I never got the email. I'm just really curious, John Brian. Is yeah. that something you do? Would you let a drone follow you around and like check your house out and do all the security? I would. Stuff? Oh, it totally would. Like yeah. you know, when I'm out on the if like Tina and I are both traveling somewhere and we don't have the kids coming over to house sit for us, that kind of would be would be really cool as a matter of fact it'd be kind of, it'd be great if i could use it to uh to let the dog out and then i'd be okay leaving the dog at home when uh oh yeah <laughs> you really want to impress me have it walk the dog go out there with a leash yeah, hanging from exactly. it exactly yeah tied to the drone just, yeah. just drag the dog totally. that's yeah. the future I'm, is there I'm anything here. else you would like me to ask tom Merritt? The uh, chat yeah i would actually um uh let's see ask tom Merritt. oh you know what ask him what state are you from, Tom Merritt? And we'll see if it knows. All right. Scott wants to know what state you are from. Yeah. So you're just asking it in natural language, right? You're not doing anything you. weird. I grew up in Illinois in a town called Greenville. Oh, my gosh. This is correct. Then I moved to L.A. about 16 years ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I, still... I settled down in a house and I'm pretty much a homebody now with two kids. So I never... <laughs> okay. Oh, surprise. <laughs> now we're now we're veering into weird land. Yeah. Um, that's crazy, though. The first part. I don't know why. I guess we all know that about you. That's not hard information to have. But yeah, that could come from the Wikipedia article. Yeah. Uh, and knowing I moved in L.A., I probably just made up a time. Yeah. Like it doesn't know any any of the other uh, things that happened to me. Uh, ask it what. Mm, let's see here. Yeah. What? Uh, that's a weird one, but say, what will Tom, what will you be known for long after you're gone? <laughs> that's a weird, uh, esoteric question, but I want to ask it. What will oh, Tom Merritt be known for? I guess that doesn't matter. Do it what all will you be known for long after you're gone? <laughs> Tell us now, damn it. AI Tom Merritt says, I want to be a good dad and husband. There uh-huh. are so many people in my life that mean the world to me. I want to be the best friend and most supportive partner I possibly can. And most importantly, give my kids the tools <laughs> I've never had to be their own kind of successful. That's the best thing I could leave behind. Man, wow. running for office. Wow. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I can't wait to meet the these new, fictitious kids of yours. That'll be fun. Yeah. The new Coverville uh, chatbot says yeah. uh i said hey coverville what's your favorite song the first cover song i performed live so i didn't even ask what's your favorite cover song uh-huh. says, the first cover song i performed live was the final countdown by europe and i like that a lot because it just hit in so many different ways but overall i would say the scientist by coldplay oh wow <laughs> the wow. scientist by coldplay it's a yeah. weird yeah like okay uh what's uh I, you know what uh what's your favorite song tom Merritt? I would like to know that too. Uh, 
that, that these things are these things are built on a very small paragraph. We should let people know. Um, but they, you know, so they they really have to extrapolate a lot, and mm-hmm. they're not they're not working from a lot of information. But apparently, AI Tom merits three favorite songs because he has so many. Oh, well, are so. "Don't Stop Believing" by Journey, Easy "Take pull. On Me" by Aha, uh-huh. and "The One" by Elton John. Wow. Oh, that's an interesting poll. Wow. You have a broad uh, taste in music, Tom. That's fantastic. I told Coverville to. I said, "Tell me more about yourself." And Coverville Bot said, well, I'm originally from Germany and made my first performances there in bars in my hometown of Bremen. But I fell in love with a French girl who was an exchange student, and I decided to follow her to France as a musician. Been here for 10 years and love it. Wow. What if, what if we're not talking to an AI? What if we're communicating <laughs> to an alternate? <laughs> oh, oh, now man. we're talking ads. I like this. Yeah, yes. this is Stupid. good. Yeah, yeah, this is good. I by right, the way I did the, I did the same send, thing for Scott Johnson. Send nude pics. Yeah, send nudes. <laughs> I said, uh, "Where are you from, Scott Johnson?" He says, "I hail from the land of giant prawns, uh, the land of giant prawns called Australia." Come on, man. <laughs> there's so many Scott Johnsons. That's the problem. There's some guy. Yeah, and there's yeah. like a rugby coach over there or something. Uh, I've been all around the world. Oh, this is the other thing it's good at. It's good at saying things that are boilerplate. Like you yeah. really want to make sure your friends are happy, and you, you know, it's, well, of course you do. Everybody does. I want to be the most supportive person I can. Yeah, <laughs> right. No one who's, who's saying they don't want to be that. Nobody is the answer. Ooh, creepy. Well, do you like the Spice Girls? I've been a Spice Girls fan since the '90s. Their music was everywhere when I was in school, and I absolutely loved it back then. I still like it as a guilty pleasure. Yeah, you Germans with your love of the Spice Girls. Yeah, yeah. Spice Girls and French women. Yeah, yeah. Whew. That's uh, gosh, they nailed you to a T. They kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> Character.ai for everybody at home listening who want to try this out. It's pretty easy. They do. It's open to all signups, so there's no, you know, you don't have to get. Uh, brought in or something uh mm-hmm. i find this sort of stuff fascinating even though it's all kind of busted uh, i still think it's mm-hmm. really interesting and also kind of annoying and, uh, that, yeah we'll we'll be uh we'll be talking about the fact that open ai is opening up the dolly text to image generator to everybody yeah, today that's good uh, so if you've been waiting for that and wanted to play around with that it's one of the better ones uh and so that one's available and apparently ai tom Merritt is a pisces oh my oh interesting wow yeah. oh here it is Let's sign see. up dolly 2 uh, you can sign up now. No more uh, begging to have an account. They'll just let no you. No more in. waiting for the invite. Just get on in there. Sweet. Make some I... images of Bridgerton Brian Ibbett hanging out with Pisces. <laughs> <Tom Merritt>. Yep, <laughs> that's right. Exactly. I like Bridgerton. I like that a lot. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, my uh, Coverville bot, my zodiac sign. I hope you won't judge me now, but I'm a Libra, but with Scorpio moon and Leo rising. Wow, really detailed. Really yeah. detailed. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> These are things we didn't know about you prior to this, so this is great. Oh, well, yeah, tell me about the French girl. <laughs> <laughs> draw me, try to paint me like one. <laughs> draw me like your French girl. <laughs> uh, wow, well, this is fantastic. Uh, and also, thanks for the news about Dolly, too. I've been wanting to try it out, and now it's finally available to everybody. Uh Tom Merritt, anything else you're doing on the side you want to mention? I've been loving your show. Uh, it's uh, let good. me ask. Uh, what do you <laughs> do on the side? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We'll see, see what, uh, what Tom Merritt does. I have a few different interests. I write fiction. I collect music. Oh. I play bass guitar. I yeah. do a fair amount of gaming. I work out. I meditate. Wow, it just keeps going. I love wow. food and cooking, so I enjoy going out to try new dishes or making them at home. I'm just a regular dude who likes art. Wow. Also, I have a podcast. I didn't finally stop. I have a podcast. <laughs> wow. 
That's amazing. All right. I love everything uh, about that. If you would like that. to hear that podcast, uh, <laughs> head to A Word with Tom Merritt uh, at awordpodcast.com. Uh, awordpodcast.com. Uh, I sat down with uh, Howard Mortman from C-SPAN last week, and we talked about transparency. It was a really, really good conversation just about what transparency means, why C-SPAN does what it does in just sort of trying to be hands-off and and bring you the what the government is doing without commentary. Uh, and, and Howard's just one of the nicest people in the world. Uh, so you're, you're going to enjoy this. Go check that out. And then coming up later this week, uh, it's a solo word with Tom Merritt, just me uh, talking about a metaphor that I discovered for government and and how we think about government. That that and all the back episodes with with Ibit and Mallory O'Mara and everything at awordpodcast.com. Go Love get it. it. It's great stuff. Uh, Tom Merritt, everybody. I will see you a little bit later at 2 p.m. Mountain, everybody. Not 2.30, okay? I didn't F it up this time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it'll be great. I'm looking forward to it. Have a fantastic week, and we'll see you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye now. Bye. Uh, by the way, there was no video of Tom today because he was uh, he's he's watching that Amazon thing, and it. Uh, yeah, I get it. You don't want to have your audio. Don't want to mess things up for yeah. sure. Uh, he's got to watch that stuff. I asked uh, my bot if I have if if he has a podcast. He says yes. Since the beginning of 2022, I'm hosting a weekly podcast about cover songs called Cover Stories Podcast. I'm trying to get new perspectives on well-known songs by interviewing musicians who made a conver- cover version of exactly this song by letting them express their musical journey. Wow! So <laughs> you are since 2022. It's, you say wow. Since 2022, it's a my whole uh, eight nine months. Yeah, don't that. let anybody know. Don't don't ever tell anyone. Oh, you have to pay credits to keep generating images on Dolly too. This is how they make their money. <sighs> oh, really? You have ten credits wow. left. Fifteen free credits. Let's see. Every 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 uh, month you get fifteen credits. Just search whatever you want. But if you want to do more, you got to buy them. Of course you do. Lame. Lame. We are going to add uh, the folks to the call that do the recommendals. Yeah. Uh, It'd be Randy and Nicole. Yeah. Nicole, hopefully back from her car thing. Oh, she had a car thing? I didn't hear. She had a car thing. Uh, Let's see. She said, uh, send the car servicer waiting for my car to be fixed. Should be on the call, but just giving a heads up just in case. Oh, no worry. We'll see if we get it. We'll find out now. Oh, there she is. Hey, how, uh, Nicole, how'd the car thing go? Everything good? Uh, it's sort of fixed. Yeah. Oh, that's great, man. <laughs> you had a recall and they had to order parts, uh, but it's not a big deal because it was floor mats. Oh, it's so. floor mats. Yeah, who cares about floor mats? We don't <laughs> <Yeah>. need those. <laughs> recall those floor mats. They they could uh, floor mats could reach up and grab your legs at any time without that's right. notice. So, that's right. Um, <laughs> they seem fine, but what do I know? What does anyone know? Hey, Randy, what do you know about floor mats? How, uh, how you doing? I, What's going I on? I want you to. What I want someone to do is make a character AI called Randy Deluxe, all one name, no space between Randy Deluxe, yeah. and then ask it about la- what it did last night, because the real Randy Deluxe stayed up very late watching uh, Taylor Hawkins Part Two. Oh, oh my gosh, guys! Fifty-three songs. They performed fifty-three songs last night. Well, that's a lot. Yeah, that. Uh... That playlist, uh, Ice Worm sent me a link to it, man. Incredible. And if they release this thing, if they actually put out an album, which I hope they do, and give the proceeds to yeah. some great yeah. charity, then it's going to be some great there, material for There was the an show. 80s section 
that was un- I, it was unbelievable. It was two Van Halen songs. Then Def Leppard came out. They played two Def Leppard songs. Miley Cyrus sang one of them. Then Motley Crue came out and they played two Motley Crue songs. And then Elliot Easton came out and they played two The Cars songs. I, wow. I was just like, I, I don't know. I, I was just like dancing with my Elliot Easton of all people. That's awesome. Yeah. Jeez. What a yeah. cool thing. That's awesome. I didn't even know you had tickets who were going. That's great. I was watching it online. No, oh, you I, saw it I online. Not, I did not go. Iceworm has tickets. Though. Oh, it's Iceworm who went. That's I, right. I looked quite a bit. Like this is like the ultimate thing, and it's probably the end of it all. Like for my experience with music, right? Like this is that there'll never be anything like this again. Mm. And uh, I was gonna have to spend upwards of seven hundred, eight hundred dollars for a ticket to go to this thing. So, it was just that was just not acceptable. That's a but lot. I would I want you to know it ended if they played multiple concerts and then it ended with a 16 song Foo Fighters concert. Wow. <laughs> like after all the like, hours and hours of all this stuff, Foo Fighters come out and play 16 songs. It was uh, amazing. That's great. I'm jealous that's, that's of your fantastic. time. It's like a thing. full, that's like a full concert. A yeah. full, just, just there. Yeah. Nicely yeah. done. Uh, well, all right, let's get to these recommendals. Uh, we got them all lined up here and, um, I think we got, we got Netflix heavy stuff today. I think, uh, well, at least Nicole um, and I, I think are mine, Netflix. Are you Netflix? Mine is Hulu. Mine's Netflix. Ooh, Hulu. So we got two Hulu. Netflix. Randy, where's yours from? Just for funsies. Hulu. Hulu. Oh, Hulu oh, and Netflix. Two Hulu, two Netflix. Yeah. I like two this. Hulu. <laughs> so Brian, we'll start with you. Uh, do you want to set this clip up at all here? Uh, yes, this is a this is a movie, not a series. Um, came out in 2020, but recently, I think it did the the um, film circuit um, first, mm. and uh, then got officially released this year, and then uh, made it to streaming. Nice. Let's play the clip and see what we got. Hey, mom, can I go see a rock show with Shishi and Karen on Friday? Sissy and Karen? That's a blast from the past. I haven't heard you talk about them since you dropped out of junior college. What's the group? Oh, but they're this really cool group from New York City. They're um, really smart and stuff. The music is almost educational. What's the name of the group? The Alliance. Oh, I don't know. That, that sounds pretty militant, The Alliance. I don't like the sound of this New York militia music. Oh, come on, I never get to do anything fun! Hey. You need to take it down a notch. Shut the hell up, Kev! Whoa, whoa, whoa. Watch the language. All right, now, rock concerts are bad news. Plus, we don't want you around all those strobe lights. That's true. There's not going to be any strobe lights. Hey, here's an idea. Why don't you invite Sissy and Karen over Friday night on the slumber party like old times? We can play Party Farm. Dad can whip up some homemade ice cream. Mm-hmm. No one wants to play that baby stuff anymore, Mom. I'm 20 years old. Now who's spazzing? Kevin, shut the F up! Okay, you really need to take it down a notch. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea what this is. Wow. This is a movie we stumbled, Tina and I stumbled across that I was... I was hesitant on including in my to-do as a recommendal. Like, after we watched it, we're like, God, that was weird. And it wasn't until like yesterday I realized, God, I've been thinking about this movie a lot for the last couple of days. So it fits. Is it like future, if I, what's is it that? futuristic or is, is it? No. Does it take place in like the real world? 
It takes or... place in the real world <laughs> and, and current time. Uh, it's a movie called Dinner in America. Right. And um, there's a couple people in here you'd recognize. Uh, you heard Mary Lynn Raskub uh, in that in that clip. Um, comedian, uh, uh, actress you've seen in a billion different things. I'm trying to think of like, you know, she was in 24. Uh, her, I think she was Chloe in 24. Like, Everybody okay, okay. hated yeah. Chloe. Um, but anyway, uh, you also get Leah Thompson in one of the weirdest Leah Thompson roles that, that in a very strange way, harkens back to her Back to the Future character. Um, but really, this is like a coming-of-age film that is, for me, it's almost as if Wes Anderson is making Heathers. Oh, <laughs> that's the, weird. That's the, the comparison I came up with when I was driving the car yesterday. I'm like, all right, it's like as if Wes Anderson did Heathers. Hmm. It's a, it's really a story about Patty, who you hear there is the uh, the 20 year old uh, girl who um, wants to go see this band, um, and then there's a, a punk rocker who happens to be in that band named Simon, and um, the two of them meet. Uh, and kind of go on a, a weird local Michigan rampage throughout the town. Um, now here's, here's some preparation, um, because one aspect of this, of this film was a little bit hard to, uh, to, to watch. And it was, I think it's just because again, it was, it's, uh, taking place in this small town, Michigan thing, but they use the R word uh, for uh, intellectual disabilities mm. uh, quite a bit mm. because the main character, Patty, has some sort of, um, they never quite say it, but she might be on the spectrum. She might have some sort of intellectual disability, but uh, they use that, they, they use, uh, jerks in town use that term. So it's it's used by horrible people. <laughs> Yeah. As opposed to being used by <laughs> the characters that you're supposed to like and care about. Okay. Thank you for people unpacking say that. Want you. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Um, uh, it's um, I don't know. It's it's just so weird. It it uh, uh, it's charming. It's heartwarming. You kind of fall in love with these characters. Uh, this film won the jury prize at the Dublin International Film Festival. The uh, uh, Best film at the New Chatel International, the Odessa International Film Festival. It was nominated Sundance. Like it's gotten a ton of awards and prizes, both for the film, for best film, and also for the director, Adam Carter uh, Ramir, who I don't think has done anything else. In our um, in our Discord group, you'd compared it to well, you said it was the weirdest thing you'd seen since brand new cherry since flavors. Brand new cherry flavor. And yeah. it's and it's weird like that, just not weird in the weird dark way that that brand new cherry flavor was weird, but still on the same level of weirdness. Okay. Oh yeah, Pat Healy is in this. Who, if you just watch the most recent final season of Better Call Saul, you see a lot of Pat Healy as one of uh, uh, basically as the taxi driver, mm. <laughs> uh, Saul's friend, the taxi driver. Mm. Um, anyway, this is this is highly recommended. I, I we enjoyed it a lot more thinking about it afterwards. Um, and I really want somebody else to watch this so that I can talk with them about it and figure out, you know, what the heck. I'm, I'm on it. All yeah. right. It's Sounds like it. a weird I, one. I, I, I can't wait to watch this. Um, it's got the, the guy is Kyle Gallner. 
Yeah. And he's been like, he's been working so hard and nobody knows who he is. I didn't know who he was. So I, I've never seen Veronica Mars or uh, Smallville, but I know he was in both of those. Yep. Um, anything else? Oh, I guess he was in the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. And the, uh, re- and the Scream remake just this year. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I'm yeah, it's he's he's a perfectly good actor. He's been acting since he was a teenager. He was one of the teens in Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, really? In the new one of those. Yeah. Or in the original. The, the original, new? yeah. Like really? 15 years okay. ago. Golly. Or more, 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, he doesn't seem like he's 35 years old, but I'm seeing that now that he's 35, which is crazy. Yeah. Um Yeah, he's he's great. He's a very he's a hero or a uh, an anti-hero that you kind of don't like until you get some information on his background and then it's like, Oh, I, I, I see why I like this guy all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, so, but it, but the, but it is, uh, not for everybody. This is definitely uh, not for everybody. Um, uh, man, I'm trying to tell like, if you like X, then you'd probably like this. If you like, um, ghost world, the movie ghost world, that's, that's another comparison that I'd, put it up against i never saw that oh. i always meant to thanks for the reminder actually i'm gonna write that yeah down. i don't know yeah that's a really good one to see so yeah. am i wrong is steve like... buscemi in ghost world or am i making that up yeah yes. Steve buscemi was in ghost world okay yeah. so i have some scarlett johansson yeah are you a fan nicole you like that movie too i liked it yeah that was, i really like that movie all right it's a coming of age yeah. movie i'm gonna it seek is, it and out that's what this is as well a weird coming of age movie by by non pretty in pink 16 candles yeah. kind of characters uh well very nice this sounds like yes, a good it's one it's on hulu and um and again will somebody else watch it and, and tell me if i'm crazy for liking this <laughs> nice nice i may uh I, you had me at uh, that it's weird i like weird cherry fa- yeah yeah, yeah bring it's me definitely some weird. weird coming of age film uh let's now uh spin on over to randy jordan i've got yours like lined up here uh and then we'll do nicole then me what's your uh what's your clip here randy what do you want to do <laughs> so uh this is a brand new sitcom and I'm desperate for it to succeed, so I'm I'm begging everybody to watch it and maybe queue it up and watch it from another account. Um, it's um, R-rated, uh, so Sweet. there that's a that's a thing like that we now get in the age of streaming services, right? We get R-rated sitcoms, and sure. we can have that. Sure. Um, it is from people who made one of the most successful sitcoms of all time. And it is a show within a show. So it is about a bunch of people who were on a sitcom 20 years ago that was middling, not that great. And they've been uh, brought back in after all going on to a lot of uh, lack of success. They've been brought back to reboot their old sitcom mm. only this time. <laughs> only this time it's... yeah. <laughs> It's, so it's very, uh, it's very yes. adult oriented. Sure, sure. Uh, I saw, I saw what's his name's in this from Jackass, so it had me at that. But let's play the clip. Oh, Knoxville. Yeah. yeah, Johnny Knoxville. Let's see what we got here. Put in a bunch of bald jokes about Lawrence. No, 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 no. That's we're not going like to do that, that uh, Gordon. We, we really like the new script. Now, nobody likes this. You know what the problem is? See, now the world is just a mess, and people need comfort. Right? They don't want kale salad. Let's give them mac and cheese. Gordon, the characters finally sound real. What are you talking about? Lawrence has always been real. It's based on me. You know the episode where you, you drop you drop the, the wallet in the open casket? Yeah. 
that happened. Not to me, but I knew a guy that happened to. And that was very, very funny in 2002, but it's been 20 years and the show needs to change. It's gonna change, oh, believe me. This time, Cody gets his own cute little kid. Oh, hell yeah, that's so sick. Right? A kid, no kid. I must have spent 10 grand on that fucking swear jar. Well, you can't do a family show without a cute kid. We did before. Wait, Gordon, you can't do that because then that would make me a grandma. Oh boy, I hadn't even thought of that. Put in a bunch of old lady jokes about Josie. Yeah, like a, a walk-in tub and stuff. No, I'm barely in my 40s. Shut up. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Gordon, um, we are only doing the version that we have signed on for. Really? Yeah. I see. And if we don't, then what? You gonna quit again? Hmm? Is that what's gonna happen? Well, you're all gonna quit this time? Oh. Well, um well... Not necessarily, but... Yes, we are all going to quit. Read. Who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> hey, that's... Uh, uh, that's Paul Reiser. Paul, Paul Reiser, Reiser. Yeah. yeah. Who I loved in... My two dads! Uh, yeah, he's yeah. great. I loved him in this... What did I see recently that I loved him in? I can't think of it now. Uh, you saw him recently in... Um, Stranger Things. No, it wasn't that. It was something else. Some yeah, sweary. What was it? Yes, a very yeah, like a producer, bad uh, producer guy. Um, oh my gosh, Why? the boys, oh, the boys, yes, Duh, the boys. Yeah, yeah he's great. Was he in the boys? Oh, I need he's to catch boys. up on the, the boys. Most recent yeah. season, yeah. Just, yeah, season three. He's very good in it. So, Randy, what's this show, and so should we is, watch it? So, this is from Stephen Levitin, who uh, is responsible for Modern Family, and um, uh, you you know most most people who make most creators like they eventually find themselves making uh, some creation about their process and, mm -hmm. and that sort of thing yeah. about what goes on behind the scenes. And that's what this is. Um, this is, like I say, the, a, a bunch of people who were on a fictional non, non existing in the real world uh, sitcom. And those people are played by Keegan, Michael key, uh, Johnny Knoxville, um, Judy Greer was who you were hearing mm -hmm. in there. She's incredible. She's Love so her. freaking funny. Love yeah. her. And then the kid 20 years ago uh, was, you know, uh, Callum Worthy. And he's now, um, I don't know, 30, something like that. He's around 30. <laughs> and uh, so like they're, this reunion show that they're trying to do, which is, is actually supposed to be made by the daughter of Paul Reiser. But Paul Reiser swoops in and smashes her into the wall. Um, the, the, uh, uh, the show is, it's, it's really hard to explain what in the world the show within a show is. Mm. Um, it's, it's, you know, an update, right? Mm. And everybody's got their own ideas about what it's supposed to be. It is, this is a wickedly funny, uh, uh, 23 minute sitcom. Mm. And I just, man, I so hope that it, it persists like mm -hmm. this is exactly what like if you've ever thought about keegan michael key or johnny knoxville and thought they should be in a show this is it this is what they should always be in i've does heard it, and it uh, does it have the feel of modern family or does it feel not really it actually okay. feels more to me like something like only murders or okay. uh, i because it's so it's so hard r like one of the first things you see in the first episode is uh, Judy Greer topless. Oh, geez. <laughs> like just uh, like it is, you know, you know what I'm saying? And like modern family. I'm watching it right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's long wanted need of seeing Judy Greer <laughs> naked. Finally going to come true. It's great. Modern family was uh, always a network 
you know, television show. It was always yeah, supposed yeah. to, like, it was pretty edgy, right? In at, at times and in sure, ways, sure. and and I, I I'm always stymied when people you know who watch a lot of TV never watched Modern Family. I don't know, maybe because the word families in the in the name, mm-hmm. I don't know, but it, you know, like it's one of the greatest of all time. But it was, you know, it was a network show, and mm-hmm. this is like. <laughs> like Steve Levinson was like, you know, we did a lot of cursing on set. <laughs> let's let's make a show about that. You know, mm-hmm. no, it sounds good. I, they've been promote uh, promoting it like crazy over on Hulu. I see it every time I yeah. log in there. So they apparently, you know, want to see it succeed. You can always tell when a, a streaming service is super into making sure something su- succeeds. So it seems like they want this one to do well. Wait, and I'm all a- by the way, I'm all about old Paul Riser right now. He's oh, great in everything I've seen him in lately, yeah. and I don't know what's going on there, but make him a mob boss before he dies or something. Do something cool like that. Yeah, we have <laughs> we have a lot of recent openings for mob bosses, so yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> get it in there. Why He's not? amazing. Johnny Knoxville is amazing. Mm. Um, I'm uh, oh, I'm hold on, I'm forgetting the name of the woman who is the lead of the show, Rachel Bloom. Oh, uh, oh cool. Rachel, yeah, From, Rachel uh, Bloom. My so-called or my fake ex-boyfriend or whatever it's called crazy ex-girlfriend crazy ex-girlfriend um, that's the one as this as <laughs> so-called this, boyfriend <laughs> the show starts and you think it's about her yeah. like it's into- entirely only about her because she's the writer who's uh, pitched this idea uh, to reboot this thing and she's going to be the showrunner and so forth mm-hmm. and then her dad paul riser who was the showrunner originally comes along but you know at first it's like man this is a rachel bloom show this is great and um, it's like she's in a slightly different show mm. than everybody else, mm. uh, and I and I mean the overall show, the show reboot. She is she is coming at it from such a different angle than everyone else, and that's just a, that's just entertaining as hell. Mm. Like, I, and I have a really high bar right for success. Like, I I am so frustrated that like fresh off the boat. Uh, is no longer on the air. Mm. That thing had like five seasons. It was successful by anybody's measure, but not mine. I mm. would like, <laughs> I would like there to be <laughs> a hell of a lot more fresh off the boat. Mm. Or uh, I think uh, Last Man on Earth is a better example of oh, a yeah. killer show. So good. Nobody's watching this. What is wrong with you people? Mm. Please, you know. So don't let, let's 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 see reboot. Like watch reboot and mm-hmm. uh, and and make it have success it probably has a better chance here than it would have on you know network television or fox network, or yeah for ABC sure or whatever so yeah i have high hopes for it it looks uh it sounds great i will definitely be putting this one on the list uh nicole let's dive into this mm. clip you sent me here anything you would I like did. to say before i hit play i couldn't i couldn't find like a good clip so i gave you the trailer oh, um all right it's a little all over the place but uh i feel like i say this a lot i i can't believe i missed this came out in 2019. Totally okay. missed it. Uh, it's a, it's a series and I'm almost done with it. I, I haven't binged a series in a while. Oh, good. You must've liked it. All right, yeah, let's play a bit of this, like uh, this trailer. See what we get here. Whoops. I got to turn the volume on. Here we go. Paul Rat just killed a fly. You're welcome. Okay. So your heart broke. The path of life brings us many troubles. Pain, beneath talk, sadness, humiliation. Cup Happy Spa will rebuild your DNA better than ever. A better you, the best you can be. That's what I want. 
How do you feel? Happy. All right. What is this? <laughs> this, oh, is this is something is this familiar. Is the clone thing? This is the clone thing. This is a show on Netflix. It's only one season. I was looking to see if there was a second season. It's never been confirmed or killed. So yeah, never know, but probably not. Um, Paul Rudd only signed on for one season. It is called living with yourself. That's it. Living with yourself. Yeah. And there are, it's dark. It's funny. It deals with depression. Um, it deals with infertility. There's like all these things, you know, that life can just lay on you, right? Mm-hmm. And Paul Rudd is trying to fix himself. Uh, he doesn't know he's getting clogged. <laughs> uh, and the process goes a little off to the side, and that's where the hijinks comes from i guess this, this is see, I, uh, my memory of this was they all they always just said it was just meant to be a single uh you single know yeah. mini series or yeah. whatever yeah i love paul rudd i loved him in this uh i still have two more episodes to, to go but it's that kind of show where you watch the first episode and there are certain things happening and then they'll show it to you from a different perspective on the second episode mm. Like you get, you know, we kind of all, you know, we live as us as the main character in our own story for the most part. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of times you go through life thinking, oh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm doing good. (laughs) But maybe what I did affected somebody and I had no idea. I'm always thinking about that stuff. And this kind of explores that a little bit. Um, So I I liked it a lot. I have a big question. So when this came out, Living With Yourself mm. comes out, it was like number one thing on Netflix for a day. And a, like it felt like a lot of people were watching it. And so Samantha and I started it. And we watched maybe three episodes or four. And it was one of those series where we just didn't have any momentum to keep watching. Mm-hmm. And so like I haven't thought about it in, in all this time. Like It was like that kind of like, not, mm-hmm. not a letdown, but it was just like that. Like I don't know, there was something mediocre about it, and so I'm, I, I, I'm just wondering, like, does it pick up? Does it have like a tremendous end? Um, I, I think. I mean, I'm really into it. I like it. I like. I want to know what happens. I'm not spoiling anything. Everybody okay. knows it's, we're dealing with clones here, and yeah. what's yeah. the moral? Um, the, it, it kind of talks about, okay, now we have these two clones. One should not exist. <laughs> <laughs> and like, what's the ethics of that? The morality of that. And, mm-hmm. and he has all the same memories as the first clone, but he's a better version of, of him. And I, I like it. I want to see what happens. It's so kind of I'm, like if they did multiplicity, uh, yes! but did it way better. <laughs> yes. that, honestly, that's what I, when I was watching, I was thinking about multiplicity. Yeah. Multiplicity. Yeah. Multiplicity? <laughs> yeah, you got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you got it. You're close. Yeah. That's <laughs> fine. Don Cheeto. Um, you're good. And, and we can't, you can't talk about this show without talking about Ashling B and how freaking amazing she is as his wife. Like she yeah. is a revelation. 
Oh, the, wow. Look, you sound like yes. red carpet guy today. I've never even heard of this lady. Should I no, look her I mean, up? No, she is. After watching this, both Tina and I had such a crush on Ashling B. And uh, she was in a, a more recent season of uh, Taskmaster, that game show that I ripped mm-hmm. off for, for TMS Vegas. And you, we were just looking forward to every appearance that she'd have on that show, every challenge that she'd because she she's such a uh, kooky nut job that she's awesome. Oh, I well, like I do like her. She's awesome. Yes, and she's yes. Irish, so her name is probably pronounced like Ashla Beth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it, I think it is called Ashling B. Like I think okay. from from that Taskmaster season, I think we finally learned how to pronounce it. And it is Claire can confirm, but I think it's Ashling. The only Ashling, part I could give was okay. B, Ashling. but Ashlin A A I S L I N G. That's a crazy way to pronounce that. That's amazing. Oh, Claire, Claire oh, is uh, yelling in the chat room. It's pronounced like Brian said it. Oh, <laughs> you, could, you could have stopped with Claire is yelling in the chat room. Yeah, that's so. true. <laughs> that is true. Uh, well, all right, I'll watch this Netflix. Yeah, I loved it. I, I I'm loving it. I'm gonna probably finish it tonight. <laughs> nice. Okay. Nice. Very nice. Equity, aren't I? <laughs> I will also return to it. I I just completely forgot this thing existed. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's. I'll watch it's it for the And first knowing time. that there's only one season doesn't make you feel like you're in this big commitment, but it does. I feel like it does pay off in the end. There is a great resolution and they easily could have done another season. They leave it to where. Did you recommend this, Brian? I think I did, but I can't, I looked and I couldn't find any, any, um, oh, any. Oh, if you did, it had to have been right way back in 2019 when it came out, Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, it would have been. And I think you would have been on the show when I would have recommended it and I couldn't find it on mm-hmm. in the Twitter. So. I don't Weird. think uh, I'm I mean, of, but yeah. this is the kind of show that I go, Oh, there's still little gems out there that I just, yeah. for whatever reason, missed. Like there's so much TV out there now yeah, and movies. Yeah. That- and you can find it by following, um, like really like D list actors. Uh, this one is <laughs> Zach Cherry for me. He's, he was, um, the quiet guy in, uh, severance mm. of the four of the oh, four main yeah, people. Okay. He was the, yeah, the more quiet guy, yeah. the one who wanted to play by the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. He's in. He's in uh, living with yourself. Oh he gosh. is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Man, yeah. I love Severance. At the end. Severance new that. season sooner than later. Is it next spring or something? When are we getting that damn show back? God, more Severance, the better. Love it so yeah. much. It's so good. All right. Uh, here is your final dose of uh, nightmarish watching pleasures. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I watched something because I was incredibly uh, curious about it. It was getting great reviews, lots of controversy, and high marks to its lead actor, but also a lot of controversy. So I will play it, and then we'll talk about it. I'm not eating it. Why? You're a vegetarian? No. I'm not a vegetarian. But I'm not eating a sandwich that my neighbor made when his apartment been smelling like a dead raccoon's ass stinking up my house since the day he moved in. Okay. Fine. Try to do a nice thing, you know? You're just like my mom. All right. This is Dahmer Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Uh, It is. um, Okay, so let me back up a little bit. This is Ryan Murphy's (laughs) new new joint. It's only it's meant to be a single, you know, arc season. They're not there's no multiple seasons to this or anything. 
Um, so mini series, I guess. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer goes for like seven seasons. And oh it's my like, gosh, dude! <laughs> he, he 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 returns from the dead. That would be terrible. Um, I I mean, I honestly, I was getting to the point toward the end where I was like, I'm really glad I'm ending this because I don't want to I don't want to think about this guy anymore. Part of that is because he is so incredibly well played by Evan Peters. Evan, yeah, Quicksilver. <laughs> yeah, so Quicksilver, you got your MCU in here, which is kind of cool. Um, That's right. You got your. Uh, I mean, it's. Ryan Murphy, who did all the American Horror Story stuff, and and Evan Peters is a regular in all of his in all of his stuff. That's where he got his big start, really, is that yeah. first season. Um, he's awesome, and I really liked him in like Mayor of East Town and some other stuff since then. But uh, yeah, he's chillingly good in this, and really becomes Dahmer. He looks like him, he sounds like him, he's creepy as hell. The whole thing is filmed through the lens of the seventies and eighties. But the but the wood panel gross carpet version of those two decades, if, if I have any other way to put it, um, yeah. I don't want to. Molly Ringwald is in this. Yeah, she plays his stepmom. She's amazing in this. She's so good. Wow, in it. Okay. totally great. Uh, can't say enough about Molly Ringwald as Sherry Dahmer. Uh, the real show stealer, though, in my opinion, is Richard Jenkins, who plays his dad. And Richard Jenkins is never never bad in anything. That's the rule. Yeah. He's just amazing in all things, even crappy movies. He stands out, and he's rarely in a crappy movie. He's just an amazing actor. And he plays Lionel Dahmer. And they play things pretty dang close to the way stuff went. They don't veer off into, like, what-if land very much. Um, I, have, I have some questions about the final episode in, in terms of some of that. But... Uh, and actually, my only complaint is the last two episodes are a little bit weird. Yeah, he's the dad. Yeah, the dad that kept guiding Peter Krause. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in everything. He's in the fish uh, getting it on with the lady movie. Uh, what's that called? <laughs> the fish getting it on with the lady. Uh, Shape of Water. Shape of Water. <laughs> yeah. He's always in he's, he's in Nightmare Alley. He's in all those like Del Toro movies. But um, he's, you know, even small stuff like Step Brothers. He was a. He was a psychiatrist in that. Anyway, you know Richard Jenkins because he's great and he's amazing in this. Cannot say enough about his performance. He he was a, he was one of the most interesting portrayals I've seen in TV in a long time. This is not an easy watch. It is really mm-hmm. heartbreaking. They spend a lot of time uh, talking and showing and and discussing things from the victim and victim's family's point of view, which I think is is a good thing. It's impossible though for the movie not to be criticized for. I wouldn't say um, what's the word they they don't they don't sensationalism. Tr- yeah, I don't think it's sensationalism in the in the usual bad way. Like it, it's still sensationalistic to even make the thing right in some way. You can sure. define it as that, but I feel like they went as hard as they could on making him just one of the most horrible, distasteful, freaking things you've ever seen. Like he's there's nothing about this that made me go, oh, Jeffrey Dahmer, what a what a cool dude. Like <laughs> what a sympathetic character. Yeah, not at all. If anything, if for the first time ever, I felt like I kind of got to know who these victims were because we just didn't, you know, the trial didn't spend much time on it. The sort of zeitgeist at the time didn't spend much time on it. We're talking late eighties, early nineties here. And, um, you know, the, the issue. Oh, well, it also shines light on his privilege. Oh, big he, time, big time. Yeah. And like when he, you know, when he would, he'd get apartments in, in low income areas where it was mostly, uh, you know, black and brown residents. And he absolutely, uh, you know, was doing that. He was, and the movie and the show's not, not afraid to like call that out 
and and really point out like these cops really effed up. They returned one of the victims, a 14 year old kid, I to his death. I like, can't watch this. By the way, I, it's I, heinous. I, yeah, I, I, I can't either. And when it blew up all over the internet a couple of days ago, my very first thought was, "Oh, Scott's going to recommend that." Yeah, I like. <laughs> look, I'm a fan of true crime. I admit it. This stuff fascinates me. I find it interesting. Um, I find it horrible as well. And I and I realize that this is not going to be for everybody. This feels like it's going to be for. Uh, people who are curious about the case or true crime followers in general. Um, or maybe it's for people who just want to see insane performances by everyone. They're all really, really good in this. I think it falls apart a little bit in the last couple episodes because it just feels, I don't know, the pacing's weird. If it's sensationalistic, those are the two episodes where it is. But I will say there's one episode that just I found heartbreaking, which was this one called Silenced. And it was about one of his victims who was deaf, black, and gay. And uh, in the late 80s, early 90s, the AIDS era, all that stuff, that was a very difficult position to have in life. And just the nicest guy with the coolest ideas and plans. He was going to school up in, in uh, Madison, uh, was visiting his mom in Milwaukee when he met Dahmer at some bar. And they tell almost that entire episode via what it sounds like as a deaf person the entire time. So there's hardly any dialogue, a uh, little bits here and there, but any scene he's in, everything's muffled down to like complete and almost utter silence and then sign language and subtitles and stuff like that. And it was really affecting. Like I walked away from that one, just feeling so bad for those people and their family. And I think that's why I like this a little more than the usual fare because it, it it didn't just say ooh grizzly murders horrible thing awful man blah, blah, blah. it was like here's like the real impact artistic merit yeah i would say that yeah. but also it's like here are real people impacted by real events yeah. and it's i would cry too heinous. much watching this so, i'm such yeah, an empath it was bad so <laughs> sure. i just want to i just want to ask everybody here like the big complaint that blew this thing up recently was the surviving families of Jeffrey Dahmer's victims mm -hmm. uh, all getting interviewed suddenly and being like, we didn't know about this. We weren't consulted. They're opening old wounds and giving yeah. us absolutely nothing. And it just got me thinking, like, has there ever been a case where people in Hollywood capitalized on someone's suffering and tried to help them? Through the process, I can't think of. I'm anything. guessing it's rare if it exists at all, um, which is a real bummer because to me it reminds me of well, it's like anything when you're profiteering off somebody else's loss or off somebody else's work or whatever it is. You know, there, there's some of that going on here. So this is a this is a sticky this is a sticky wicket. This entire thing because on the one hand, I think it's like really enlightening and and faithful to the victims, but on, in a real world sense you know did, they didn't do any reach out they didn't even know this was coming uh they didn't know it was being made like that feels weird like there's a lot of there's a lot of those questions and i'm i, I think that those are all valid points of view i had those points of view throughout the watching of the of the freaking thing um but i will say if evan peters isn't at least nominated for an emmy it's it'll be weird because i've ne this acting is amazing he he is a really truly amazing in this and by that, I mean, horrifyingly, like, it's just, dude, Jeffrey Dahmer was effed. That guy was effed up beyond mm -hmm. all recognition. And I, and I thought it was, I thought it was deftly handled in that regard, but I've got hangups about other parts of it and even it existing at all. And 
how can you make something not be sensationalistic when the entire point of it is to be, whoa, look at this. That's sensational, right? That's sensationalism. So I don't know how you get around it. Every every show about anybody like this, uh, any serial killers or anybody who did terrible things, they all get a show. They all get a series. They all get a movie. They get a biography. Like we feed this machine because people want to hear about it. And I'm, I'm all sorts of torn up about that. Um, I will say the most shocking hard scenes actually had nothing to do with Dahmer and had everything to do with the one episode where they they roped um oh what's his name the clown killer the guy that dressed like a clown that killed all those guys oh John Wayne Gacy John Wayne Gacy because his case and his execution happened right around the time that Dahmer was sent to prison right and they and they do some cross laying of those two stories and I don't know who played Gacy in this, but my freaking gosh, that scene just about murdered me. It was so it was horrifying. Um, so they're really laying into it, and they did a, I think, a good job of doing what they tried to do. But again, this is like a, a recommendal to those who know they're going to want to see this, and to everyone else yeah. who you're like hesitant. I'm saying, you know, you don't need to. It sounds like, like if you know the Ryan Murphy stuff when he's dealing with real true crime, mm-hmm. you're going to get a similar feel. For sure. It's, it's, yes. it's weird yeah. though, because you know, his, his, um, not as haunted not as stuff. It's like, as, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't even say it's goofy. As, it's just more like, here's a bunch of, you know, stuff that isn't real. Ghosts aren't real, but we're going to make it freaky anyway. Yeah. And then this is like, no, this guy was real and this shit is freaky. And it's probably not hard for Ryan Murphy to get freaky, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so yeah, well anyway, <laughs> it's an interesting and, uh, thing. You should see and it. Once again, message to David Fincher. You blew it. You oh, he could have done it. Yeah, he could. You could have. You could have made five seasons of Mindhunter, Mister Fincher, and oh, you okay. could have sold those later seasons to me. I would have spent extra money to watch the new Mindhunter. Well, there's a rumor that th- season three will now happen, so I hope that's true. I hope it does because that would be cool. I don't care anymore. Yeah, you're out. You're out. <laughs> oh, I got. I need some Bill Tench closure. Closure. I yeah, need season for three for sure. I need. Been, what's going to happen with the BTK killer? Yeah, yeah. It's been three years. It's too long. <laughs> <laughs> Has it been three? Yeah, that can't be right. Yeah, three years since the latest season. Yeah. Boo! Boo! I love Mine Hunter. All right. Anyway, available now on Netflix. Uh, you can't miss it. It's number one in the U.S. And there must be a reason. Um, and I enjoyed it. I think Molly Ringwald uh, punching way above her weight in this. And I, that surprised me a lot. She's very good. Not that she's, I ever thought she was bad. I just, I don't know. I just didn't expect it. Not she, that she's a lightweight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because what, what is she in lately? Yeah. She's uh I guess uh, the uh, the the Jughead show. What's it called? Oh, right, Riverdale. Riverdale. Yeah, that the, they brought everybody, <laughs> all the teen, Beverly Hills nine hundred two and 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 John Hughes people. <laughs> yeah, they all ended up in that, and she's good in that. But I just thought, well, that's about the extent of it. She was really and watching her with with Richard Jenkins was a was an impressive pair. So cool. Anyway. I have a dream that yeah. Molly Ringwald will make a movie in the next few years called Sixty Candles. Oh, I just man. think it would be so interesting. 60. Oh, don't That's give amazing. people any ideas. I don't know. I kind of like this idea. I'd watch this. What would it be like? John, <laughs> John Hughes is just like, no, in his grave. Yeah, maybe, no! he'd, maybe he'd go for it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm open to these weird ideas. I think it'd be fine. John Let's Hughes didn't, didn't believe in the sequels, did he? <laughs> like, I think that was his whole... His whole... Well, he made... Um, I mean, he wrote Christmas Vacation. That's a sequel. He yeah, made, okay. Uh, I mean, wrote it. But. He made uh, 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 Home Alone movies. What else? Did he do the second Home Alone, though? Uh, no, he actually directed the second one, He but he wrote the first one. The first one he was Christopher first Columbus. One? Okay. Yeah. All right. I remember seeing an interview where he says he doesn't like sequels, but I guess he broke his 
Then he did uh, trains, planes, automobiles, and hoverboards. That was a... <laughs> two, right, two, the, the training. Yeah, the training. <laughs> it was fantastic. Anyway, those are your recommendals for the day. They're going to show up on quicktms.li or wherever you follow Randy Deluxe or Nicole Spag on their uh, social accounts. Uh, it was great having you guys on today. Nicole, I'm glad your car's okay. And uh, whatever rock and roll's going on back there, I like that even more. That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. So she's What's like, that? At the club. I, I hear music. The club yeah, it sounds like you're off in the oh, room. I'm sorry. I'm trying to adjust working in the firehouse, and it's so echoey, and it's, yeah, I'm still. Is Mark is Mark over there rocking out to some uh, Yeah, docking? he's yeah. not. What's he playing? He usually plays like Super Mario Brothers music. <laughs> really? Oh. I love that. That's great. Yeah, that's what it is. That is awesome. It's all video game music. You guys just need to make a foam cave and you'll be good. You got this covered. Uh, Well, there you have it. Thank you both for being here. It's good to see you. Uh, We'll talk to you next time here on Recommendals. Okay. Okay. Brian, we're done, but I wanted to give some congratulations to the following people. We had three people as requested. Oh, look at that. Awesome. Yep. Signed up for Patreon. Uh, Patreon as of yesterday and uh, or before or since yesterday we spoke and uh, adding to mailman who I said was going to get one. Also, we got Ed Perez, Alex and Alan Calford. You're all getting frog pants, packs of uh, stickers, prints and magnets in the mail just for being cool. All right. That's so, so cool. Look Very at that. Uh, I'm excited to have you all on board and uh, thank you for joining us. If you'd like to join our Patreon, be like them and go to patreon.com slash TMS for all other needs. You'll find them satisfied at frogpants.com slash TMS, except for the one I'm about to ask Brian for, which is a song to get us out of here. What do you got? I, you have the need, the need for a song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan wrote in, said, hello, salami and baloney. Mm. I'm once again requesting the cover master provide a bit of soundtrack to a momental, a momentous occasion in me and my girlfriend's life. We close on our first house on September 21st. I know that was a week ago today, but there have been a lot of stuff, a lot of requests in between now and then. Mm-hmm. It's been a long road and a lot of TMS and core shows between the idea and the reality. So any time around the close date would be great. Thanks and hope you all have a great one. Signed, Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan, good luck, man. That's uh, the housing market's weird right now, but I bet um, you've got it. You can do for it. sure. And this is one where he basically gave me carte blanche to pick a song uh, for for them. Um, this is great because it is brand new. Somebody, uh, well, brand new to me. This actually came out four years ago, 2018. I had not heard it until now. Uh, until this week and said, oh, this would be a great, a perfect song for this. Uh, Jaguar Dreams released this cover of Fleetwood Mac's Dreams back in 2018. Uh, Somebody else told me about it. I loved it. And I put it in the list to play the next time I had an open carte blanche request. But it does fit with them realizing their dreams and uh, closing on a house. Here is Jaguar Dreams and Dreams. See you guys tomorrow.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. You want me to go to bed, Babu?